What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Great Silencing Podcast. Yes, this is audio only. This will be the last audio only episode. But again, this is something that I did not plan on doing tonight. Um, This is on the fly completely. Also, uh, my subscription that was free to StreamYard where I could be filming off my computer just expired. And I think I'm going to be using a different site to be doing that. So I just need to get that set up. And guess what? I felt like it was more important to just plug in and share something with you guys that just happened. Um, as opposed to like going through all that shit, it's already kind of late anyway, I got to be up early. Um, so audio only, audio only last time though, then you can see my mug talking about all kinds of weird shit. So, um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, this, this might, or new to the great silencing, I should say, um, this podcast might be a little bit different unless you have read the blogs because you know that I talk about, uh, well, definitely things that I can't put on YouTube for sure, which is why I have Telegram and a website and a blog and alternate channels, which will continue to grow. Um, but you know, I talk about, you know, conspiracy things and, you know, I talk about things that are against the narrative. Um, I also really like talking about community building, freedom minded things, preparedness, um, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. However, um, I also like to talk about what many people refer to as shadow work or any type of spiritual, you know, I guess you could say revelations, growth processes, um, the alchemical experience that all humans are more than capable of. Um, so I like talking about that kind of stuff as well. That's, that's a huge thing for me. And that is a lot of what this episode is going to be. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, at the end, if you stick around and if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the links will be in the description box, but at the end, I've got some news to tell you, including, um, about my new song that is about to drop August 19th, Friday at midnight. It is called Alien Tumbleweed. And for every single person who does not fit the mold that society demands they fit, square peg, round hole, the outcasts, the outliers, the black sheep, ugly ducklings, whatever, whatever you want to call, or people who just choose to walk to the beat of their own drum, exiting the matrix, building their own communities, creating their own realities, um, and any kind of insults that have ever been hurled your way for being different since birth. If you've been like that, I was always the different kid. I was always the strange kid uh, when I was growing up. For anybody who's always, you know, kind of been that way, uh, this song, first off, it's a dope summer jam. Like the vibes are definitely some shit that you blast with the windows down if you're driving. Um, it's a dope sound for sure. And it's definitely like a bat signal to all like-minded or freedom-minded, authenticity-minded individuals to let them know that they're not alone, because that seems to be very common in all of our journeys until we start to find each other. Cause we do seem pretty scattered, but there are little pockets where everybody, um, kind of congregates. So it's about finding those pockets, And so that song kind of serves as like a bat signal 
uh, to let people know, you know, be proud of who you are. Don't sacrifice your authenticity for anything. Also, you are most definitely not alone. And this machine, this simulation that, you know, we are all in to varying degrees in the 3D here uh, would love to have you think that you were completely alone. Because if you were, then you wouldn't seek community. And there is power in numbers. There is revolution in numbers. There is innovation in numbers. There is independence in numbers. Uh, and there is separation from this system that we were all born into, especially in numbers. So, of course, you are going to be made to feel like you are a fringe minority, as has been used to describe people like us before. But in my experience now, um, we are not at all, not at all a minority, not at all. Uh, but if you, you know, pay attention to mainstream media or even social media with how censored it is, um, it would be very, very easy to believe that. Or if you live in certain parts of the world or certain parts of the country, you know, just like there's pockets of freedom-minded people, there are pockets of people that, you know, I guess you could say are blue-pilled to the max um, and just completely, you know, narrative guzzlers and just championing champions of uh, the shit show that we see unfolding and think it's all for the greater good. And they truly believe that. And uh, I have no desire to change people's minds. So I used to, though, uh, I can tell you that it was energy worth weight. It was energy wasted for sure. Um, but I used to. But uh, there are just as many pockets of those as there are pockets of the contrary. So if you find yourself living in one of those, just know that it's just a pocket. You can fi find another pond to play in. Um, it's a big world. So with that... Um, also, in the link in my description box, uh, there is a free pre-save link for the song Alien Tumbleweed if you are a Spotify listener. And if you are um, and you pre-save that song, it will show up at midnight on Friday automatically in your library so you don't have to remember. And you can have the song and play it and it helps tremendously for that message to get spread throughout the algorithm, really across all platforms, but especially Spotify. Um, there are over 40,000 songs uploaded every day to that platform, but Fridays are even more so. Like Friday is the most common drop date and Friday at midnight, everybody does that. So um, it helps a lot, pre-saves um, boost songs in the algorithm, and if you follow anybody on any social media platform or you're a content creator yourself, you understand that uh, when people try to say, oh, there's no more gatekeepers, yeah, there are. They're just fucking automated now. <laughs> it's, it's called the algorithm. There are absolutely gatekeepers, and anytime you get a strike, that gate fucking shuts on you, and it gets harder, but it's not impossible. It's then it just becomes a matter of, you know, people supporting other people and not just waiting on things to be spoon fed to them. Because if you wait for the machine to spoon feed you content, you're going to get what the machine wants you to get. And you're not going to get, you know, independent creators that are um, out of line with the <laughs> with uh, what the machine wants you to be consuming. So 
greatly appreciate anybody who pre-saves and plays that track when it drops. It will drop and it will be available everywhere that you can stream music, including YouTube. So if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel yet and you want to hear that song, uh, go ahead and do so. And um, once I get the visuals back for it, it's not going to be anything, you know, crazy. Uh, because my budget is, I don't have a high budget for this song, but, uh, but, uh, once I get the visuals back, I will upload that video and set it as a premiere. So you can click on the little bell notification for that song and click notify. And when it goes live, you'll get notified. Uh, so there we go. Now we're going to get into the shit. All right. So here's what happened. So I am going through some stuff in my life right now, and uh, what I have learned, especially so over the last few years, is uh, I have a certain amount of time when I'm under a certain amount of stress and thrown into survival mode or just being in a state of, you know, constant fight or flight, uh, trauma response type shit before I go off the rails, and I am not interested in going off the rails. So that requires me to do various actions and practices to ground myself. And for me personally, uh, there are many things to do for that. But one of the most powerful things for me is meditation and specifically uh, the meditations and the uh, yogic practice of kundalini yoga. So what I did was I turned off all the lights in my room and I practiced for about an hour. And um, when I was in part of the practice where it's not like a bunch of movements or breath work, but it's, it's more so meditation, um, that's when what I'm about to tell you happened. So I had this, I had this vision, right, of being a hawk that was like flying through canyons, you know, like above a river, right down by the water, like in and out of the in and out of the ravines, like in, through the forest, whatever, just all over the place, and just experiencing that full energy, um, flying basically. And then I kind of detached almost, and I wasn't in the perspective of the hawk, but I was watching it and I watched it go like up above a waterfall and it was like, you couldn't see past the waterfall, but then the hawk just like dove straight down cause it was going over the hill or whatever mountaintop and diving back down and continuing to follow the path of the water, wherever it leads. I don't know. This was just in my head. Um, obviously water doesn't flow up, but <laughs> so I don't know where it went, but I just, I mean, but I've seen birds do weird shit. All right. So, so when I saw that, even in the meditation, I was just like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, cause you're talking to a girl who is like afraid of heights and also hates the feeling of free fall. Like if you take me to an amusement park, like a theme park where they have those crazy rides, like I am not fucking going on any of those rides. Like I almost had a panic attack when I went on those swings. I was like, we are going to die. Like I fucking, I can't handle it. Um, although if like a, a kid like presses me to take them with them, uh, I will usually cave. 
and go with them um, and then probably scare the shit out of them because I start screaming louder than they are. But uh, that is pretty much the only way you can get me to go on a ride is if like there's a little kid that's like, please. And I'm like, oh, God, now I have to. Otherwise, no, no way in hell. I'm not. Mm, you have your fun. I'll be on the ground where I like my feet to be. I am not flinging myself around in the air. Fuck that. So when I saw this hawk dive up and just go straight down and I have seen birds do weird shit like that where I'm just like, like, but I just had this reaction in the meditation where I was like, whoa, what? Like it just did that. Like, are you nuts? And then this thing hit me. And it was like the hawk trusts itself. It trusts itself. So that's why it flies. It's not in the air tripping out like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, am I going to fail? Am I going to fall out of the sky? Like, oh my God. Like, no, dude, observe eagles or hawks or like any bird that's in the air. Like, do they look like they're tripping out? If they are tripping out, there's probably some weird like EMF shit going on in the air and they're like their whole navigation system's getting fucked with. But other than that, um, other than some sinister man-made shit like messing up uh, natural migration patterns, they're in they're, they're doing their thing. Birds don't just we, we're not like driving around on the freeway and like, you know, it's commonplace for like a bird to just like <laughs> fucking fall out of the sky and just eat shit and bounce off your windshield and you're like ah it messed up flying again they always do that no that that literally never happens like that's never I've never seen a bird fall out of the sky in my entire life unless somebody like shot it down or some shit um I have never seen a bird just like whoops I fucked up (laughs) and it just just hits the ground it doesn't happen um, and so I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's a message. That's a lesson. And that, that hit me really, really hard, like to my core, because I'll ask you a question that was once asked to me and it was very powerful. And the question was, if you made a list of people that you trust, would you put your name down? And that is actually a lyric that was not a direct question only to me. That artist is NF. So props to NF for being like one of my favorite lyricists of all time. I absolutely love him. Um, But there are many of us where we could say, you know, oh, we're independent. Like I do what I want. I don't trust nobody. I trust myself, but I depend on myself. I handle it myself, da, 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 da. But it's like, If you really look at it, though, and you examine why do I have anxiety around this? Why do I have fear around this? You know, da da da. A lot of the times it boils down to a lack of faith in one's own ability, like just this underlying feeling of what if I fail? What if I'm not going to be okay? What if like everything burns to the ground? What if I can't do it? Just the what ifs, or it might just be a dead ass. Like you just have that belief and you're conscious of it, which I have definitely have some experience with, like, especially in my earlier life. Um, So I know what it's like to not trust yourself. I know what it's like to not even feel safe in your own body. I'm very familiar with that. Um, And I'm, I'm good at making it seem like that's not the case, but I'm like, I'm very, very familiar with that. It has been a long road and I'm nowhere near at the finish line, but it's been a long road of 
stepping out of that space of like not feeling comfortable or safe in my own body or life. Um, and all of those, you know, are obviously trauma responses, but you can heal from trauma. Like you can, you can integrate those experiences and you can heal from it. Like you're not, you're not fucked if you have a really traumatic, uh, background. So just throwing that out there. Um, but when I hit that, it was, it was the message that I needed to hear on multiple levels because I'm like, all right. I'm in a place in my life right now where I have more going on than I've ever had going on before. Right. Like, and sometimes I'm like, yo, can I fucking handle all this shit? Like three albums just started a podcast re not when I say relocating, I don't mean out of Tennessee. I'm not leaving Tennessee. I just mean like I have to move this month and, um, I want to get away from a, population dense area because I see the writings on the walls. Also, I'm kind of fucking over it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm like, nah, nah, like that's, you know, we can get into the, uh, preparedness and writings on the wall shit on a different episode. I also have a song that like is directly just talking about that, but, um, but, uh, yeah. So moving finances, three albums, podcast, uh, regular life, like all the other things. And then also I am starting a new full-time job as a solar panel, uh, sales consultant, meaning I'm going to be driving all over the place in Tennessee, going to people's houses that want solar panels installed. Um, and I have to go through a lot of training to do this. And then it's like, you know, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of time. And then there's a few other things that I'm doing as well that I can't speak on uh, right now because they have not been publicly announced. So once they are, I can tell you what they are, Um, but they also require a lot of time and preparation and practice and energy. Uh, so that's a lot of, and then there's like some, uh, you know, the, the side business that I started with selling the comb knives, which actually is going very well. And then like furthering that and customizing it and, um, going deeper into, you know, getting as many alternative, alternative streams of income as I can, because I would like to exit the fucking matrix and, uh, it is not free monetary wise to get the resources that one needs, even if it just comes down to like getting out of the cycle of always renting in the cities, which is a vicious cycle because you're paying just absurd fucking cost of living to live in like a little tiny box. And then you're stuck in a lease and you're paying for all this bullshit. And it's like, if you, man, if we we just fucking had our own digs, Uh, like our own plot of land, you know, whether it's pooled resources or one's own resources, it actually is a lot fucking cheaper. Um, But getting like making that transition can be difficult. And so I'm not going to fucking lie. Like it it does require money. You can't just like walk out into the woods and be like, I have it. You know, it's like, how are you going to get like your house your, your energy, your food, your water, like all the things that you need and then keep that rolling. Like it, it does require resources for sure. So, so there's a lot that I'm doing to secure that as well. 
Um, and I could talk about that for fucking ever, but I'm not going to. So let's get back to this. So the meta so the thoughts continued, right? And I was thinking about like, oh shit, the hawk trusts itself. That is why. And I just like thought about, it's like weird to say I thought about birds, but I just thought about them in flight and the way that it is so effortless. And then I kind of compared it to being a human. And I'm like, well, how is it like if the bird is so confident because it is literally created to do that, it was created to fly and it fucking knows that. I mean, it's not up there like questioning it, like holding counsel, fucking like taking a bunch of fucking pills to like calm itself down. Like it's not doing that. Um, hang on, let me make sure. Okay. Just want to make sure we don't have any incidents of this fucking podcast just cutting out like last time. Um, it's not doing that. It's, it's just doing, it's doing what a bird was designed to do, which is soar through the fucking air and I don't know, do bird stuff. So I'm like, that's, that's interesting. So like, why do I deceive myself by telling myself I'm any different from that bird? Obviously not literally. I don't have feathers and wings. I'm not going to be like soaring above the Grand Canyon anytime soon, unless I'm in a fucking plane, but like fly, replace that word with thrive or unapologetically unhinged, obviously rooted still and grounded in intuition and one's own connection to the divine, but unhinged in a way where you're not holding any part of yourself back. You are 100% authentic. You are taking all of the risks. You are doing all of the things, anything like your heart's deepest desire or urge or purpose, things you want to create, putting yourself out there, opening yourself up to the world, to other people, that's what I mean by unhinged, just like completely liberated in every fucking sense. Why? Because we are created to do that. And if we are created, I, this is my belief, created by a creator, then are we not innate creators ourselves? I mean, look at look at any part of your life. Everybody is an artist to me. It doesn't matter if you make music, you write books, you are a farmer producing food, you're a permaculture expert and you know how to literally like alchemize and work with any form of terrain and, and make it work as a sustainable and regenerative system for people to live on for generations to come. That is artistry, dude. That is creation that, I mean, it could be literally anything you could, you could cook food, you could, you know, anything, literally anything. Um, but people, a lot of the times overlook, I think, um, creations because even thoughts and speech is creations. Those are creative contributions coming from you that you're putting out into the collective energy pool. So you're always creating the, the time that we can get into some trouble is when we're not aware of that and our thoughts and our words go unchecked. And then we wonder why our life is a fucking mess. Um, I had to learn that lesson the hard way. And I'm going to also tell that story real quick. Um, but I started thinking about that and I'll just finish the bird thing. I started thinking about, you know, what, like, what would it look like if that hawk who just flies so viciously and confidently and just like, that's just the most badass bird ever. What would it look like if that bird was just like on the ground, like just anxious and self-conscious and tripping and like, 
I don't know if I can fly like all the other birds can, but like I probably can't because like I'm a piece of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like the shit that humans do, the shit that people tell themselves, the way that we like severely limit ourselves um, with our own thoughts or like maybe we, you know, were abused and had people say fucked up shit to us or do fucked up shit to us or we've been programmed either by the people around us or by the matrix, which I think would still encompass the people around us because where their program and where we all have conditioning from that system, that system is designed to literally just make you a fucking production cattle for banking cartels. I'm, you know, that's, that's all it is. Um, but they're very intelligent and they come at it from every fucking angle you can possibly fucking imagine. So what a journey it is to unlearn and unpack. That is, I feel like the journey to returning toward our true nature is more about unlearning than it is about learning. Because all this shit's already there. We were born with it. Like, But it's just as soon as you come into this world, it's a whole fucking... Sh- I mean, unless you were really blessed and like born into you know, born to, like, some wise fucking sages that were, like, just totally unplugged from all the bullshit um, and had done all the work or whatever, which is, like, insanely rare. Uh, But unless you come from that, like, you were born into a society that is all matrix programming. Um, You were told, you know, how to be, how to act, what to do, what you should aspire for in life, what your limits are. Um, what your time limits are. Um, you were probably told to sit down and shut up at, right after you learn how to talk. Uh, when you got your education, if you went to a public school, you know, your education was uh, repeat after me. Your education was not come to your own conclusions and learn to think for yourself and think critically. No, your education was there's one right answer I'm going to tell it to you. And then in a week, you're going to get a test. And if you repeat all the things that I said were right, then you do, you're doing good and you pass. And that means you'll be successful in society. Like that's fucking retarded, but that is the public school system. So, all right, trying to pull myself back from rants here. So I think about if a bird was just like tripping hard, like the way that people do, um, and uh, just like on the ground and never flew. Like, could you imagine seeing a fucking hawk just like on the ground of the forest, just like anxious as fuck, like hiding in the shadows, just like kind of hopping around because they can't really walk. You know what I mean? They just kind of bounce. I guess maybe hawks can, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like on, like what the fuck is, are they going to do down there? They're going to live this like anxious, fucked up, unfulfilled total purpose unfulfilled experience they're gonna live a shell of a life because birds need to fly and that bird's never gonna fly because it's doubting its own abilities not knowing that it was literally created to do that very thing that it's afraid of so the bird gets left behind because the other ones are in the fucking air and they're like well and if we go by how nature works which is not the way that the collective society works and i'll get to that in a minute if we go by the way nature works, that bird would get left behind, dude, even by its own, you know, mother, whatever the fuck it hatched from. Like, it, they'd be like, all right, like, that's a fucked up bird. Like, leave it. We, you know, we don't have time. We got to move, you know? It's survival of the fittest. Like, you know, I, I, I think to many degrees, um, we do not have natural selection anymore in society. Like, in nature, 
any animal has to adapt and evolve and grow to rise to whatever occasion it needs to rise to to survive and thrive in its given environment. But for those of us that are living in these artificial environments um, and in this matrix, it's literally, and this is by design, it's literally a system that does not require you at all to evolve and grow and like flourish and like shatter barriers and evolve. No, that fucking, that, that net, that cage that it is, is designed to just meet you wherever the fuck you are in your comfort zone. And it seems like that bar is getting lowered like by the day, but like definitely by the year for sure. Um, and just meet you there and cater to you there. It's like, yeah, you want to be like super small, like cool. You don't even have to fucking leave your house anymore and you can still survive. Like it's nuts. I actually remember hearing a comedian saying that before the, you know, alleged pandemic. Um, I remember Tom Segura said that in one of his stand-up specials, this was way before the big C, right? And he said, I believe we're only a few years away from never having to leave your house ever again. And I'm like, holy shit, he had no idea how fucking right he was. He was because literally that is the situation now. Like anything that you need other than human contact, of course, but I I guess you could have people come to your house. But like usually people who don't leave the house, like, mm, I don't know. Um, you can literally have anything fucking delivered to you like that day. Like if you, as long as you have the resources, right. And even getting resources, getting money to participate in this system, you can work fucking remotely. All you need is an internet connection and a computer and you can, you don't even have to leave your fucking bed. You can, you can work remotely. You can order all your food. You can order anything else you need for your house. You can order clothes. You can order what the fuck ever. And it's, it's on your fucking doorstep like that hour, that day, or like the next day. Um, And I have profited off of that to a degree because I used to make a living being a delivery driver for various apps like, you know, Instacart and Grubhub or Postmates, whatever. Like I was, you know, when the pandemic hit alleged, I say alleged because I'm like, bitch, that was not a fucking pandemic. But like when, you know, when the shit went down and like everything was locked down and shut down, which was the case in the areas that I was living in, like nothing was fucking open for a long time. Um, That was like the only way to make money unless your job was remote. And I wasn't one of those people that was getting checks. Like some people were like that situation still confuses me. Like some people were getting hella money. Some people were getting like barely anything. And then there are people that did just weren't getting shit. So that was the way to make money. So I was doing that and like, I was actually able to do that, but, uh, that is not what I'm interested in doing anymore for my money. And also it's like fucking not worth it at all with how expensive fuel has gotten, but different topic. So anyway, I mean, I profited off of being on the opposite end of that for sure. Uh, but do I think it's healthy? No. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So we, we, we don't live in like a natural fucking world. Like if, if we're living inside the matrix, inside the system, especially inside the cities, it's not natural at all. Um, because we don't technically have to fucking fly. Cause I thought about it and I was like, what a lonely existence for a bird if it was just stuck on the ground while all the other ones were in the air. 
and it would just be by itself, and then a predator would come along and fucking eat it because it's easy prey. It's just like this little hopping thing that you can just eat. And then I thought about people, and I was like, oh, if it was people, if we're talking about, like, the collective, there's all kinds of fucking birds on the ground just hopping around not flying. You know what I mean? So, like, you would have company. Uh, it might not be the, the happiest of company, but you would for sure have company, and you'd have all these weird systems in place to cater to you so that way you don't have to fly. And you can have the illusion of security or comfort or met needs, distractions, whatever, just like delivered to you, handed to you, presented to you, fed to you, uh, whatever. And you don't have to fly. You don't have to like eventually take that risk where you're jumping off of something at a high elevation. And it's like, all right, you either get this or you die. You know what I mean? Like you either fly or you smash into the ground and it's lights out. Um, and every bird has to deal with that when they're, you know, little. They have to figure it out. And then they're, like, they're set. They're cool. Um, so I'm, like, damn, that is a trip to, like... So I went down this whole fucking rabbit hole, right? Just in my own fucking head, in my, you know. But but it, that message did stick out to me. One, of trusting in oneself. Because that is really fucking important. Like, really, really important uh, to be able to do. And the other thing is uh, where, you know, I have to ask the question, like, where am I inhibiting myself from flying? Like, what areas of life do I need to take off in? Uh, There are quite a bit that I already have. Uh, but there are also areas where, you know, there, there's some hesitation around it or there's some lag or, you know, fill in the blank. But it doesn't it doesn't always have to be something as big as like, I'm going to launch a podcast. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to make a bunch of albums. I'm going to get on this stage. I'm going to move across the country. Like, OK, I've done all of those things in the last couple of months, except with the exception of writing a book. I have not written a book yet. Um but uh, it doesn't always have to be like that. It, sometimes the harder things are like leaving a situation that no longer serves you, like a relationship or even a friendship or a job or a living situation or a location. Or maybe it looks like creating the situation that you've always dreamed of, but you're not taking any action on it for whatever reason because you're not putting yourself out there, you're not taking the risk. Um, you know, like th- self-doubt, perfectionism, um, ne- thinking that you need to have everything right before you start, you know, fear of failure. And also, I think of what's even beneath that is I think a lot of people have a fear of success, like a lot. Um, I mean, I can even find it in myself. So... And if you fear it, I'm, it ain't going to come to you. So it's, it's worth examining and, like, contemplating these things to me. Uh, because that's what leads to um, heightened states of mind, personally. So meditation's dope, uh, short version. But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing was just very interesting of where, where do we limit ourselves and why are we not understanding or realizing that we were created to create 
We were, we literally have the ability to manipulate energy. We do it all the time. We're just not aware of it. Think about like how much a, a vibe or an energy can change just with a tone of voice, with a conversation, with a song, with a movie that you watch, with literally anything and, or even your own thoughts, your speech. I mean, it's like that right there is energy manipulation. You're taking something neutral and like throwing it in a particular direction. And we all do that. All of us do that. We are receivers for it and we are conductors for it. All of us. I, I, nobody is exempt. We're all beings of energy, everybody. And we're all connected by energy. The greatest lie I think ever told to humanity is that we're separate, uh, separate from each other and also separate from something probably beyond our comprehension. Um, that I, th I, th I think that is the greatest deception, honestly, is that we are not all the same energetic divine oneness, just expressing itself in different microcosmic forms. Um, cause I believe that shit. I have a number of reasons for believing that shit for sure. Um, I'm really trying to not go off on a different rant right now. <laughs> we'll save that for another one. Um, but yeah, so it took me a while to, to like even learn the lesson of just getting that going in general. Cause there's a reason why my life is busier and more like packed with opportunities and stuff going on than, than, than it ever has been. And I've never been a person who wasn't doing stuff. I've never been a person who has been bored. Like I'm always into something. There's always a mission. There's always a direction. There's always some, something that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, like even back in the day when I was a fucking drug addict, like I still, I was doing that, you know what I mean? Like, but it was always, I was, and I was always getting into something. I was always having some kind of idea, you know, usually that, that kind of those ideas get you locked up, but like still, like I just have a very active mind. Um, also for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, I am not an active drug addict. I've been sober almost 13 years, so don't even try to come at me with that shit. But, um, yeah, so basically I'm going to tell you the story now. I'll tell you the last story because for most of my life, I did not realize that I had the power to fly. And I, I feel like I, I get, I'm getting tested and asked to level up on a daily basis with what comes into my life. And sometimes that can feel really fucking overwhelming to the point where you're just like, you want, it's like in, it's just overstimulated, overload, everybody get the fuck away from me, leave me alone. And, th but at the same time, oh my God, I feel so alone. And then it's just like a shit show in your head. Like, uh, no, I don't want to go there. So where I initially learned this lesson, I mean, I feel like I've learned it in small doses, like throughout my life, through different things I've experienced, but there was a big one that happened not too long ago. It feels like a different life, but if we look at a calendar, it was not that long ago. I'll just say that. And this is when I finally realized, like it finally clicked that I was generating and creating almost 100% of my suffering. And I was suffering to an extreme degree, like on a daily, like there was just no break ever. Um, 
So it came to a head, right? And this had happened before, mostly when I was real young. You know, I had a few. So if so, anybody gets triggered by like certain topics, just know that this has a very happy ending. But if you do get triggered by somebody sharing past experiences with attempts of taking their own lives, you should stop listening. But this will be a short story, happy ending. Don't worry about it. We're alive. It's fine. Um, But yeah, when I was younger, I did have a number of suicide attempts, but um, I hadn't since I was an adult, right? But there came a night when I just, I mean, there had just been so many years of just this onslaught of just, I, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to explain it. And a lot of it, I'm not even sure I would want to share publicly, but it had been so long of just taking like hit after hit after hit after hit. And eventually you just, you, you can't go on that way forever. Eventually you are going to run out of gas and you feel it, you feel it. And I snapped one night And what I'll just say vaguely is that I came closer to, I I came as close to taking my life as one could possibly come without actually doing it and crossing over. Like there is, that's what was so weird about the situation. I was like, how the fuck did I get that far and then stop like right at the edge? Um, Because when I was a kid, and did it like I actually did it I just survived it but like I didn't stop like there was there was no like backing off the cliff when you're like already halfway off of it like it was like nah we're just we're, we're doing this like boom um so this one was different and I remember like I had just lost a bunch of people really close to me um uh to let's see god oh my god so my former fiance had just died um my best friend, one of my best friends had just died. Uh, and then another person who was really close to me that I had known forever just died. And that all had happened like kind of back to back, just like within the past 90 days of this night, said night that I'm talking about. Um, and I've lost probably more friends than I can count on my hands and toes, uh, to mostly drug overdoses, accidental. There have been a few suicides. Um, but yeah, there's a pretty fucking big uh, problem with uh, fentanyl right now. And even before the fentanyl, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's fucking intense. So, um, so yeah, the, I'm not a stranger to death and losing a lot of people. Uh, but when it happens, like, to people that are, the, like, the closest to you and, like, played some of the most significant roles in your life... And it's like back to back to back. Like there's only like a few weeks in between each one. It's like, what the fuck? Um, And so I remember not only like basically yelling, but like calling out and praying to God and also to all of my people on the other side. Uh, And there are a lot of people on the other side. Not not literally every single one has died of an OD or suicide. There's a few that have died of... Well, there's one I can think of that died of a a natural cause, but everything else was uh, a tragic cut short. Um, 
And I remember even calling out to them. And like when I am in dire straits like that and like I send out signals to to what I believe to be like the other side, the other realm, guides, whatever, I always get a response. It might not happen immediately, but I always do. Otherwise, why would I still be praying? Why would I practice spiritual practices if, if I didn't get anything out of it? Like I obviously do. Um, so I remember doing that and what I was trying to get at was I wanted to know where I was. I wanted to know where I was going to go. I wanted to know if I was really just going to exit and like leave the body and either like be reincarnated or, you know, get to be with all my people that had crossed over and like, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know what happens, but the one thing I was wanting to avoid was having my spirit be trapped here. And the reason why that got put in my head, and again, of course, I don't know if this is true or not, but there was a woman that I used to work with, uh, by work, I mean, like she was helping me, not like we were working together at a job, but, uh, it was a medicine woman in New Mexico and uh, she was helping me through a particular dark time in my life a number of years ago. And she knew that I was dealing with these types of issues, meaning like things related to suicide, uh, like pretty chronically and pretty like nonstop, like every second of the day uh, that was on my mind back then. And she told me something that I was like, oh, what? And like, again, I don't know if it's true. I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not going to claim to have knowledge of that kind of shit. Like, I don't know. But she had essentially, like, I'm not trying to wig anyone out, but, like, she had essentially told me that, like, spirits can get stuck here. And, like, it requires, like, a whole fucking shit of, like, trying to get them liberated and to, like, transition. Uh, but a lot of, like, tortured souls can get stuck here. And she had referred to them as earth walkers. And I'm like, yo, if... I am a suicidal person. That means I don't want to be here. So I can't think of anything worse. I'd rather just live my life out and just go when I go naturally than get stuck here forever or like for some unknown period of time, but likely longer than if I wouldn't have done it. Like, are you shitting me? That literally, that sounds so much worse. So much worse. So like that's, that was what was holding me back as I was like, I need an answer. I need to know where I'm going to go when I do this. And I remember even like I had a sliding glass door, uh, like, uh, where I lived. And I remember like, like just out, just to the outside. And I remember opening it and I was like, okay, this is the door that my spirit's going to go out. Like I'm not getting stuck in this apartment and like haunting it or whatever. Like, no, nah, I'm getting the fuck out. Like I'm leaving. Um, but I remember like doing that prayer and calling out to my, my people on the other side and, and to my own, um, relationship and conception with, with the divine, with, with what I called God or the creator or the universe, whatever. But I, I was talking to it and though this is the weirdest thing what happened and it's hard to, exp it's really hard to convey truly this shit in words, but I have never heard and felt a silence that deafening in my fucking life like it literally and this went on for like maybe an hour or two like I was just like, like I kind of lost track of time but I remember like later figuring it out but I was like what the fuck like it felt like somebody pressed pause on like a simulation that I was in and everything just froze and stopped 
and all there was was just infinite, endless, empty silence and nothingness. And I was just like, what the fuck? And at first, and it was, it really creeped me out. Like, like it was not, this was not normal. Like you, again, you would have had to experience it to like fully understand what I'm saying, but this was not normal. Like it literally, like it was so, it was, the silence was, and stillness were so intense that you could feel and hear them. It was, it was insane. And at first I was like, that made me mad. And I was like, well, maybe there isn't a God and fuck you. And like, you know, I just got really mad. I was like, why the fuck aren't you talking to me? Or why, like, why am I not hearing anything from anybody? Like da, da, da. And then I was like, oh, wait, what if that's my answer? Like if I'm sitting here being like, where am I going to go? And the, the, what I all of a sudden immediately experience is this emptiness and like infinite nothingness and silence and isolation that I like on a level that I've never even experienced before to the point where it's, I'm like, it's like I was stone cold sober, but it literally, I'm like, dude, am I fucking like, like what the fuck? Like it, it was almost like somebody like dosed you with a drug or something and just like made you freak out. Like you're like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And I had never experienced any, anything like that shit. And I know what it's like to feel empty or alone or isolated or lost or whatever. This is not that. This was not that. Not even close. This was eerie as fuck. This was, this was fucking scary. And I was like, oh, what if that's the answer? Like, mm -mm. and then a story that a girl I knew popped into my head. This girl, um, I, I don't really want to tell her whole story, but I'll just vaguely say that like there was a time in her life, you know, there are people who have had near death experiences and there was a time in her life when she almost did like fully cross over, like she almost did die. Like there was a, a situation where like it was like full shutdown, like her spirit left, whatever. And when she described, she, you know, she came back from it, but, um, when she described what she experienced due to the way that she had been living and the condition she was in and the fact that it was like way not her time to go but like if she would have gone then like because of what she was currently doing it would have been like all bad she told me that she saw a place where it's like if you go now like this is where you go and she was she I remember her telling me she was like, it is, it is a sense of alone and loneliness that is permanent and forever. And it is like nothing that you will ever feel as a human in this realm. Like there are realms like that. And like, that was her experience. And like, I, I, so then that came into my head. I was like, yo, what if it's that same fucking thing? What if it's that same place? So we're going to turn this around and take the conversation up now. Cause I don't want to be like bugging anybody out. So we're going to come up now from this. And into the into the dope part, um, but that did need to be said because otherwise the second part wouldn't make any fucking sense. So that happened. I had my whole weird experience, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna not do this, and like, I guess I'll keep trying like one more day, like whatever. Um, but I, you know, but I just was like, uh, uh, like there is something, something just really bugged me out about that experience. And I was like, this is not what I'm like. I'm not like, this is a bad idea. Like, I don't think I'm supposed to do this. 
Um, so I didn't, um, and it took me a few days to bounce back from that experience. Like people, like, I don't know if like regular people talk about this, but if you're like a former addict or alcoholic and you're in recovery, like people will talk about, um, well, now that we're sober, like if we, you know, have like really intense emotional upsets or maybe even like just bad behavior, they come along with what the, what they refer to as like an emotional hangover, right? Because all of us obviously know what a fucking hangover is. So, so like it, there was that emotional hangover or that emotional like detox phase for like a couple days after that. Like I just like kind of, it took me a few days to like, you know, f- start feeling like sort of myself again, because that was just such an intense experience. Um, but when I did... I was gearing up to then move across the country. And I already had that planned for like a while before this night. Like I didn't decide to move across the country because of that. Like I was actually about to cancel that plan of moving across the country. Like I was that close to like getting out of an environment that I was unbelievably miserable and tortured in and just consumed with grief of like so much death around me, like all the fucking time. Um, I was that close to getting out and that's how low I mentally got where I was like, you know what? I don't even care. Like, I don't even have any hope for what the next chapter brings. I don't care. I don't have the strength to get there. I don't have the strength to do fill in the blank. And I was like, I'm done. Like, but so obviously that didn't happen. Right. So I eventually like get my shit together and like, you know, pack up my house or not house apartment and like get rid of everything that doesn't fit inside my Honda because I drove for five days to get to the new state in Tennessee. Um, and so it, you know, it took like two days to like do that. Um, and I did have the help of a very, of two very amazing women actually who showed up for me in that like really dark period. Um, one of them in particular, uh, is someone that I know from, well, we both met when we were in very dark times in our lives. Um, and we both like started the healing journey together and we just like always stayed in touch. And she lived like, she lived like, God, how far away does she live? I want to say like two hours away. And I don't even know how we reached out to how I got a hold of her when I was in that space. But I don't, I don't know if I called her or like she texted me or what happened. But as soon as she, I, I was just honest with her and told her what, what was going on and like what I was dealing with. And she literally drove from the, a, a town two hours away and came to my apartment and was like, I'm going to stay the night with you. And like, I'm going to help you like get packed up and like do all this. Cause I was a fucking mess. I'll just be honest. And she, and she like helped me do that shit. And then like when she went home and stuff, like then on my last day, my, like my other friend, who's like my, one of my best friends, like fucking in the world. Um, she came up and she also helped me like, you know, pack, get everything loaded up in the car and like finally packed and, you know, da, da, da. And I got to say goodbye to her, all that shit. Um, but what happened, this is what happened. This is what changed everything. I, at some point, I just remember looking out a window. I don't even remember what I was thinking about, but I, I asked myself a question and I said, I said, what if this next chapter is not going to be anything like what I've experienced before. No more repeats of like 
cycles of misery, no more like, you know, dumb fuck shit. You know, like what if what I'm about to experience is so good and better than anything I have ever known in my life that it's so good that I can't even picture it in my head or conceive of it because I've never experienced it. Like, what if that's what's about to happen? And then I rephrased it and I claimed it and I was like, that is, that is what's going to happen. What I am about to experience is better than anything I have ever known in my entire life. And it is so good and so powerful that I cannot even begin to imagine how amazing things are going to be. And I claimed that I probably said that multiple times. Um, but I put that out in the universe vibrationally, sonically, and then I just left it up to the universe. I'm like, yo, I don't know how good it's going to get. It's, that's on you. You you get to decide. You know what I mean? Like, that's on you. But I but I weirdly became kind of an optimist that day. Um, and you know what, dude? That actually has been the case. I'm not saying I haven't dealt with challenges since I have moved or like bumps in the roads or adversities or setbacks or whatever. I'm not saying I haven't dealt with that. It's been my reaction to it and my attentiveness to my perception to not let it go south and to keep the faith and stay grounded and move through it. And it resolves itself within like a day or maybe three days, but like, it is nothing like the way I used to respond to life, not even close. So like, yeah, one, and also like the abundance of opportunities and unbelievably unique experiences and like just being at so much of a higher creative output than I've ever been at before. And meeting so many incredible people, new people, all these in, in amazing opportunities coming up. I mean, if you would have told me that night that, you know, a little down the road, I was going to, you know, be releasing a bunch of new music and having all these new albums and new collaborations and new business opportunities and new fill in the blank opportunities. I can't disclose what they are yet. Um, and also getting a gig, like selling solar panels. Like if you know me, you know, I have like a big problem with the electrical grid and I don't trust the fucking grid. And like, I've already dealt with fucking, we had a power outage here last night, dude. It's like the third one in a month. Um, so I already know that's going to be a thing. Uh, please see the Rothschild documents that can be found on stopthecrime.net. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't go off on that. But so yeah, I'm, I'm also very passionate about alternative sources of uh, harnessing energy. Uh, so I got I was very interested in solar. And like, I never thought I'd be fucking working for a fucking solar panel company. Like, are you kidding me? That's like, that's nuts. And also doing music and also like integrating within like a freedom minded community and like getting to participate in that and like meet all those people because I did not have that 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 privilege where I lived prior. That's, that's why you have to fucking relocate. You know what I mean? Like if it, if it ain't where you're at, then go to where it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can try to create it. You know, I tried that, but like, yeah, you know, it, it is a numbers game as well. And like, sometimes echo chambers can just override like all of your intentions. So like, sometimes you just need to fucking move. But, um, that has literally been true, like a hundred percent dead ass true since, since I said it, since I spoke it, that has one, like there is no way 
that I could have imagined that I was going to experience everything that I have experienced since I've lived in Tennessee, there's no way. Like, it way exceeds any expectation that I could have had, which is why I left it open-ended, which is why I wanted to say it's going to be so good that you can't even imagine it because you've never experienced it before. Like, that's how good it's going to be. Like, you can't even conceive it. So that leaves it up to, you know, the, the powers of this great mysterious magical universe because sometimes our imaginations can be really limiting too um our insecurities can creep in there and 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 throw some glass ceilings on stuff so like I just left it open I was like nah it's just gonna be like way better than anything I can think of and like I'm really glad I did that because there's no way I would have I would have thought of any of this like I I just I wouldn't have um, it's totally in line with like everything that I've been searching for, but like, could I have planned the way everything has panned out? No, no, absolutely not. Um, so that's, that's how it happened. So it, it happened from me being in a really dark space and then being like, all right, let's not do that. And then just randomly trying a, a thought experiment and then also matching it with speech. Then... I started to then like, you know, the spiritual practices and teachings started to enter that I had been doing for years prior to that moment. But you're only able to absorb what you're able to absorb. Right. Um, given the, you know, frequency that you're currently resonating at or what, however you want to phrase it, wherever you're at, you know what I mean? Like you can only kind of absorb what you can absorb. Everyone's on different stages of a journey. It does not mean anyone's better or worse than anyone. We're just all in different places. And like you're, you only hear a certain thing when you're ready to hear it, when you have the ears to hear it, because that teaching of like we create our own realities and like thoughts are spells, you know, words are spells. Um, we are manifestors, blah, 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 blah. That I had been told that so many times, dude, so many times for years. Like that was not a new concept to me, but it just didn't sink in all the way that it literally was like that simple. Um, and I always had, you know, this wave of a programmed response of, well, no, that can't happen for me because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all right, cool. Like that is how you keep yourself in prison. But I always had a reason for like why I couldn't have the type of freedom that, that certain people could have, you know, on a, on a spiritual level or a mental level, emotional level is cause I was like, well, I've been through this. I've been through that. I struggle with this. I struggle with that. I da, 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 da. It was such an attachment to my own suffering and to my own traumas that it was like, Jesus, how are you going to integrate and process and move on if you won't fucking let them go? Like how, if you it, like, I was literally like identifying with them. Like it was like, I, like I was always replaying the story. Like it was just this hyper attachment to, to, to something that often wasn't even going on in the moment anymore. It already happened. It was in the past. It's not even real in the moment, but in my head, I was making it real. And like, it, it's, it, that's like watching a really fucking bad movie on repeat, like over and like just nonstop, never turning it off for like forever. Um, like why would nobody does that? Like normally if I'm watching a movie and it sucks shit, I turn it off immediately. And I can't even remember the last time I watched a movie actually, but, 
um, I don't watch shitty movies. Like, if something sucks ass, like, I'm like, ah, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm going to go do something else or, like, I'm going to, you know, fuck this. So, like, why would I do that with my thoughts in my life? But I didn't realize I was doing it. And then when this whole thing happened, I was like, what? So then I get on the road and I start driving from Oregon to Tennessee. And at that time, I already had a Telegram channel for the great silencing, which if you're not on, if you're on Telegram and you're not in that chat, it is called the great silencing uncensored. That's that chat and group. Uh, but I decided to start a different one that wasn't like, cause that was, that one was like all mostly like, um, you know, let's just call it a red pill chat, but it was all like, you know, like conspiracies and like, you know, f- crazy shit going on and like stuff that you can't say on the main platforms. Cause you'll get censored and like, Oh shit, look at these documents or look at this or look at that. Or like this shit's fucking going down right now. Like they're not showing this on the news or whatever, but like, you know, check out this fucking, you know, whatever it's, you know, that's what that chat is. It's, it's changed a little bit now, but it's, it's still very much like, that's what it is. Um, it's like a, a place for uncensored, uh, conversation. Um, but I decided to start a different one for this drive and it's still up. I still post in it. Um, but so I just called it Testamona music. Um, for some reason I couldn't just like Testamona is a pretty fucking random name. Like somebody gave that to me as like a pet name or whatever. And I just ran with it for my music, but somebody already had Testamona on there. I was like, what the fuck? So, um, I, I did, I did testimony music and that is the telegram channel where I started vlogging my trip and I had never vlogged before. And I knew that I could not put it on YouTube because like, especially the very first one, like I did it when I got to my, like the first place I stopped at, like on the first night. And I just went like completely completely raw and unfiltered for like like a long time it was like probably 40 minutes of me just being like yo this is the reason why I'm leaving the west coast and just like just said "Eh," like all the things all the keywords that will get you banned all the things that will get your content yanked all the things that will get you in a (laughs) like that you know that and that will also upset a lot of people too but like I didn't really care but I was like you know I, I know I can't put this shit on YouTube and also it was really personal to me and so um I didn't want it on YouTube either because like anybody can see your shit on YouTube but with Telegram that's like a choice like you have to literally look for my fucking shit and then join the chat and then like watch the videos which were on YouTube you could stumble across my page uh, possibly something could get tossed in the algorithm and like come up as a suggestion and you could find it and be like, Oh, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So I didn't. And also in the telegram chats, I can see who's in there. And granted, like in some of my, in my chats, I do have people in there that I don't know who they are, but like, there's no way that they would be in that chat if they didn't already like know to a degree, like who I was or what I was about, because like telegram doesn't work like other social media apps. Like you, like it's like, you have to know the name of the chat in order to like find it and get in. So like whoever it was obviously heard me talking or saw me posting somewhere else and like mentioned where my telegram link was and found it like that. Um, 
But in the beginning on that channel, and that channel's still pretty small, but, like, I personally knew, like, everybody in there. I think there might have been, like, one or two people I didn't, like, know beyond internet acquaintance, but, like, I still felt comfortable, like, vlogging some deep shit. So, like, every day of that trip um, from Oregon to Tennessee is five days. I would vlog when I would get back to the hotel or wherever I was staying at night. And I would also vlog when I would be on the road. I had one of those things where like you put your phone in to hold it or whatever on the dash and I just hit record and I just kind of go off on like what kind of downloads or thoughts I was getting um, as I would be driving through the countryside or whatever. And then just like upload that shit. Um, and uh, yeah, it was intense. Like for if, if you watched that th- those five days, you saw my process from literally coming out of like one of the darkest places to having that integrate along with the other experience of like deciding to believe that what I was about to experience was better than anything I had ever known in my life. And like you saw the the toxic purge and leave and you saw all these other things flood in and you, you saw a transformation in real time. You saw an integration in real time. Um, so if anybody at this point, I don't care who sees it. Um, because I have been putting myself out there a lot more and like, I don't give a fuck. So if you want to see it, if you're watching, if you're listening to this on YouTube, um, the link is in the description box. Um, but yeah, that telegram channel is called testimony music. And it's literally the first things that I posted. Cause that's like why. And when I started that channel, I was like, well, I'll make one for like music and behind the scenes updates that I don't share everywhere else. Like I'll leak songs in there, like before they're even done. Um, and definitely before they're released. Um, but I also just wanted to create it cause I wanted like kind of just a space to like, just, you know, rant and vlog and talk and share stuff that like, wasn't definitely not my fucking Instagram where there's like thousands of people that might see that, sh- you know, like I wasn't trying to, and I don't know who they are. Most of them, you know, some of them I do some of them, but most of them I don't. So like, I was like, Mm-mm, no. Um, not, and also it would have gotten shut down like immediately. I've already had so many fucking strikes on that platform. It's like amazing that I still have an account, although it's like heavily shadow banned, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, if you want to see that, go into that and go into the chat and scroll all the way up, like, and you'll see all the videos and it's literally labeled like day one, day two, day day three. Uh, and it's all there. Um, if you're interested, but yeah, so, so that was what like changed me into this perspective of like, oh my God, like my mind state is, and my thoughts and even my speech are so unbelievably powerful that because I was unconscious of it, I was ripping myself to shreds and destroying myself with, it was, it was a weapon. It wasn't a tool, but once I became aware of it and then like started taking control of it and learning how to wield it, then it became, you know, you could say a weapon in the opposite direction, but just not one of destruction um, or just a tool. And so that's, what's been so different for me over, like over the last few months that I've been out here. But, um, but yeah, I, I have been faced with some challenges like in the last couple of days that like, I'm not going to get into on the podcast, but it's like really like shaking me up, like to like on a core level. Um, and normally I would not handle it well. Um, and I'm doing the best that I can for sure. Uh, for sure. But, 
having that like meditation and that visualization and that message of like trusting yourself and like it's gonna be okay like you were literally designed for this like don't like don't even fucking overthink it or wonder like how it's gonna work out or like if you're strong enough to do it or if you're how are you gonna find time to do everything no like this is what you were meant to do and you're gonna do it just keep doing what you're doing like and then it kind of stumbled into everything I've just now said to you so with that I will wrap this episode up the only things I'm gonna tell you are two more things one next episode uh it will not be audio only (laughs) I'll tell you that much and uh, I'm going to do a recap on the swaling workshop at Special Operations Equipment that happened last weekend, including um, the, the real magic of that event was, was in the people who were there. And they all brought something so tremendously unique that was like so powerful to me. And again, ripple effects, dude. Like I, and again, it's some, some of it is information that I can't disclose right now. But like later on down the line, like I will be able to. Um, but ripple effects, like, it's like you, you show up at these events, you, you converse with people, you put yourself out there, you talk to people, you get to know them and all the, all the things that like that they add to to your life experience and what they're about and what they're doing. And it just, it just makes life so beautiful and so rich. And it was such a powerful experience. And also there was a lot that we learned um about permaculture and about swales and about like land management and like just so much stuff that's like definitely interesting to me uh and stuff that I'm gonna need to know uh possibly sooner than I had anticipated as well so there was a lot that went down out there and so we're gonna talk about that and uh I'm gonna also tell you some stories and definitely tell you about some like really amazing people that I feel like y'all should tap in with so I just want to be able to give that like it's appropriate time and focus I don't want to breeze over it at the end of a podcast so that's what's going to come next um and there might be some additional things thrown in there as well like uh, probably but yeah it's gonna be a lot around like community building and like preparedness and like the shit that we learned and also the magic of like human connection and like how fucking incredible that is and just some valuable lessons that I picked up on from a lot of the people that were there and sharing resources with you guys uh, because I think that they can benefit everybody so we're gonna talk about that and we'll talk about like some other shit as well um, that I, I guess I won't like drop that right now. Uh, what I will say, though, again, is uh, Friday, August 19th, Alien Tumbleweed drops. So if you are a Spotify listener, uh, please pre-save the track. The link is in the description box. Uh, give me a follow on Spotify. Um, if not, you can find it literally anywhere that you fucking stream music. Uh, If you're not subscribed to my YouTube and you want to see the visuals for it or check out my other music videos that I have available already, um, go ahead and do that. And I should have the visuals for Alien Tumbleweed tomorrow is when I'm supposed to have them. Yeah, the fourth is when they're supposed to come through. So if I approve like the first draft, then like I'll upload it tomorrow if I have I think I'll have time. I don't know. The next couple days are going to be fucking insane. The next like two months are going to be insane, honestly. But um, (laughs) but yeah, so I'll get that uploaded and whatnot. Um, and you can hit the notification button if you're a YouTube person because I'll set it as a premiere for that time. 
Um, if you listen to SoundCloud, you can find me there. If you listen to Apple Music, you can find me and add me as an artist there. iTunes, Bandcamp, uh, fucking literally any anywhere that you stream music, you can you can find it on the nineteenth at midnight. Um, so that's technically. Saturday, August 20th, but I wanted it to be Friday at midnight. So it's Friday, August, August 19th at midnight. Pre-save the track, please um, share it with people. If you don't listen to Spotify, share it with people if you do, because it helps the song tremendously. And this song is a bat signal for uh, freedom minded and, you know, the people that are different and maybe felt shame around it or maybe felt alone but that are creating their own lives or want to create their own lives and want to exit the matrix and want to live free and live different and live, live a harmonious life. This is like, this is the jam song. And it's just got these beautiful, like old school funk, like R and B, like Miami grand theft auto vibes. Like, it's just like the beat is just fucking incredible. It's different than anything else I've ever put out. Um, so I'm really excited to drop that song. And that song is, if you're listening to this podcast and if you've made it this far, I'm just telling you right now, that song is made for you. And there is a backstory to that song. So I'll have to put out another vlog. Um, also just a short one, like telling you that story. Cause it comes from somewhere. Um, it definitely comes from somewhere and it's a story worth telling without a doubt. So my friends, uh, with that, I will leave you be, um, enjoy your evening or whenever you hear this podcast, because I have no fucking idea how long it's going to take to upload. This is like over an hour. Bye.